Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you were listening to Two Broke Watchknobs. You, you have made it. <laughs> you have made it to episode 119. They said, Michael. They said it couldn't be done. Do you remember? Do you remember when they all? They, they say that. They, all, they say that incredibly, <laughs> incredibly. Hear more naysayers. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But yeah, no, episode 119, really, really cool. Um, it's getting to a point where I look back at the, the episodes we've done and I'm oddly proud. I, I texted you the, <laughs> the other day this week because um, some some people said that I predicted something that Seiko did. So I was listening <laughs> I was listening back at uh, like old episodes and I'm just like scrolling through the list and I'm like, man. We've talked a lot of shit, dude. <laughs> is that good? You, I remember you talked. Was like, is is talk now? Is talking shit is good or is that bad? Is that we bad? we obviously have we have a lot of great watch focused discussion, but we also do a lot of shit talking. I think that's okay. Of the course, it's called, okay. It's the show charming. Is two broke, yeah, the show called Two Broke Watch Snobs. It's not. It's not called Two Broke like I don't know. Fucking like snifter snifter snobs. <laughs> Twirling their brandies and snifters and talking about I don't know. I I meant that as horses. a good thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I it's a good, thing. a good thing. I think it's a good thing. Shit, thing, shit talking is what you do with your friends. We're yeah. your friends, everyone. Even if you're a first time listener, or if you're OG TBWS PS dance, yeah, Tidland time pieces. I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. That, those motherfuckers are OG TBWS. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you? How are you? I know we've had crazy. Ah, crazy work weeks. How was you? Was you I? You I? Yeah, the work week has been good. I just <laughs> wish I had more time for everything. It's just, but I guess being busy is a good thing, I suppose. It's funny. I know it's so cliche because I heard people say it when they were my when they're like my age now, and when I was a kid back then. But like when I was a kid, when I say kid, I need to clarify. I mean like um like undergrad, like high school. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much fucking time I wasted. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Like, I have very clear, distinct memories of just, like, an undergrad between classes. I had, like, two hours between classes laying in bed and looking at the ceiling and mm-hmm. just thinking about my feelings. <laughs> That's two hours I could have put towards knocking out cold fusion or solving, like, universal wages or, like, something productive that I could be benefiting me and everyone else around me now. You know what I'm saying? You're listening to Seosin. It's good shit though. <laughs> <laughs> Those early albums is good shit though. Yeah. To be fair. Oh man. But yeah, no, I um I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. This is gonna be a really, really cool episode. We have a lot of really fun things to get to. This is actually an episode we I guess could potentially turn to a segment because it's a topic we're returning to. The original uh episode where we did the first part of this was episode 57 and you have made it to episode <laughs> one, I, don't, I don't know why i have to do the laugh 119 <laughs> this is women's watches the past present and potential future part two um we think people should be talking about women's watches in a much more in like a proper fashion and i say that now with the clarity that we're just two dudes talking about women's watches which does upset me. I would love to get, um, like a like a like 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 a proper discussion going with like, um, watch collectors who are girls, watch collectors who are dudes. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. that would just be so much fun. We we still need to do the giant crossover episode with the folks over at Love and Watches Ranch oh, Racer yeah. Perpetual Girl. I think that would just be the 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 the, the geese can be there, the cats can be there. I think that shit would just be fucking. Rough. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty cool. I I dig that. Right? I think the geese and the cats would get along swimmingly. 
because my cat would be fucking terrified of a goose. Of a goose. <laughs> my, my dog of, would be many. too. Yeah, what's your dog? Your dog is this. Your dog was this. Will be the smallest thing in the room. The smallest <laughs> thing in the room. Easily, <laughs> easily. The smallest air-breathing mammalian-like life form in the fucking room. <laughs> Poor uh, dog. But it's it's a really it's a really underrepresented segment in the industry. Still, I think I think if um, like an outlet wants to talk or write about women's <clears> watches, <throat> the immediate me. thing to do would be like, okay, let's get a female contributor to do this, or like let's get a woman to talk about this, which is right. like it's an approach. But I, I'm just I I kind of wanted to to have this episode and think about women's watches just slightly out of the box. Um, and see see what we can come up with because we were trying to brainstorm ideas and yeah. we were actively trying to figure things out um, and I think we realized that we'd love to get this all on air especially our, our most recent thoughts about women's watches I know I went watch shopping with my wife not too long ago and I was just like even with everything I know about watches I, I feel like I wasn't prepared to see the things that she saw <laughs> sure Totally, totally, totally. So yeah. Um. Oh my God! I have to tell. I have to tell you something. I saw. I saw. I saw a thing. I saw something. I found something. We can do story time. Story time. I saw. Is good. I saw a watch on television that I never thought I would see. In a million, I the chances of Bob Barker knocking on my door and saying, "Here's a here's a briefcase full of money," and then leaves is. Well, to me, it was more perspective and occurrence than me seeing this watch I saw on tel- tele- television okay. um, earlier earlier this week. So I was watching, I was watching episodes from season eight, seven or eight of um, Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations. May he rest in peace wherever he may be resting. Mm-hmm. Blessings, blessings be upon his name. Um, sorry, uh, I'm still very upset about yeah. it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. But and so I'm watching those, and he's in he's in he's in Finland, okay. He's in Finland. I know nothing. I know nothing about Finland except like sauna. Sauna was a really big. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he's there and he's hanging out. He's doing all about what he's doing, and then he goes and he hangs out with these um these travelers. I think they self-identified as gypsies. I don't know what kind of gypsies because I know they're a few kind, but basically like like travelers. You know what I mean? So I guess traditionally, stereotypically, to what you would call. Um, gypsies and it's really cool and they had this like bar and like it's like it seemed like this really cool fun time and they're feeding him and then like the person that owns the place and who's kind of like speaking for everyone he's there and he's talking and he's very animated and he's got like spray painted hair the hair was way too neat so it looked like it was spray painted sure. and um and he's, he's he's gesticulating with his wrist and he's talking and my brain my brain like goes wait like boom like little the little exclamation point above my head just like bing and I'm like what the fuck and I'm looking and I paused I had to pause or whine and looked do you know what this motherfucker was wearing this travelist traveler this gypsy person something that my gypsy person was wearing while talking to Bourdain uh Panerai a goddamn big zero oh (laughs) (laughs) how crazy is that it looked clean it looked clean it looked original it had like a red strap but it wasn't any big zero it was a big zero um one of like the less like within like the collector circles, one of the less popular ones. It was a big zero with um, propaganda, big red hammer and sickle. Wow, I think I've seen. This. I never, I've never seen that. I never thought I'd see that on television. Like I had to pause <laughs> and like I got down like on all fours and looked at the screen. Like I had the screen like right up against my shit, and I'm like, holy shit, box! 
this motherfucker's wearing a big zero. Like, I would be so happy if I was just somewhere and I saw someone, like, fucking, like, buying groceries and they're wearing a big zero. I would have to go up to them. Although, I don't have the best track record of going up to people who are wearing Russian watches and I think they'll be cool. That just doesn't... Yeah, yeah. Don't don't talk to people about watches in public, I guess. <laughs> I, think the, I think the proper affirmation or added should be don't talk to people, period. period. That's the whole thought. <laughs> I think we should just... I think you and I should just just fucking just cut that shit out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just talk to them virtually on air. <laughs> just talk to them virtually, and then just well, no, I mean, like you, you and I aren't people. You know what I mean? We're brothers. <laughs> exactly. It's different. So I think I think you and I can talk. But you know, I wanted to share that. If anyone's seen that episode and you spotted that too, awesome. If you haven't, go and check it out. Um, uh, no reservations. Season seven and eight. They're on Hulu. 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 Right now. Um, at least in the U.S. So, yeah, I thought that was wild. Thought that everyone, that everyone would get a kick out mm-hmm. of that. But um, here, we should honor tradition. I'm getting I'm getting distracted. Um, I've had Russian watches in my mind a lot lately. Um, <laughs> we should do the, we should honor tradition. We have our own traditions. Travelers have their traditions. I'm sure the people of Helsinki and Finland have their traditions. The two bogue watch snaps. We have our own goddamn traditions. Do you want to do an audio wrist check? Let's do an audio wrist check. Here, you go first. I've been talking. Way too fucking much for the people to handle right now. Small doses. Small cas small cas doses is the name of my solo band. Small <laughs> cas doses. Um today I'm wearing a pretty cool um kind of boutique brand dive watch. Um and it's very Is it the is it the Patek Philippe the the, uh, the what's it called? The Aquanaut. The, the, the Aquanaut. <laughs> Aqua the Aquabats. Aquanaut. Is that a I don't know if that's a dive Aquabats watch. is a band. Aquabats, yeah, that the, is a band. The goddamn watch is called Aquanaut. It better be a it better be a dive watch. <laughs> it's not the Aquanaut. It is the okay. Yes, it is the uh, Traska Free Diver. That's what I'm. Oh, that's so cool. That's right. That's right. Huge, uh, really, really huge. Kind of like for me, big impact when I first saw that watch, and I was really happy we got it in for review. And you, you, you did an incredible review of that of that piece, and um. Which one did uh, which one do you have in now? Let's clarify for the So the, the version that I'm wearing now is the mint <clears throat> dial with the stainless steel dive bezel. Um, nice. When we reviewed it on the site, we checked out the um, the mint dial with the ceramic, the black ceramic dive bezel. So you can get this. That's in, what it you was. You can get this in a couple different flavors. Um, you know, and um, we caught up with the founder in Hong Kong, and he was he was kind enough to show us the the changes that were going on. Like, yeah, surreptitiously. Yeah, I think I don't think we planned. We were just walking, and he goes, "Hey, Mike and Kaz." I'm like, "Oh, this is it. We're getting deported." Because I don't know, because no one no one here fucking knows I'm here. <laughs> it was it was rad though. It was it was cool to check. It was them super out. cool. And yeah. uh, he was he was planning on meeting the the manufacturers over there, but um. Yeah, no, yeah. this this uh, is kind of, it's a really out-of-the-box dive watch uh, in the realm of, I guess, micro-brands, if you still want, want to call them that. Um, visually, I find it really different from a lot of the stuff that's being offered today. Um, mm. It has just kind of a really organic design. The hands and the markers remind me of almost like these little leaves that you'd find i was gonna say yeah they look like they look they're very leaf shaped they're they're a little more finessed than just like boom wedges or blocks yeah or something, like trapezoid you know? inlays or or dots yeah. or something so um just right there it's it's really cool and that that keeps it from looking like anything else really and then 
um you know these these california pastel colors or or like south beach pastels whatever you want to call them uh mm. they're becoming at least i hope they become more and more popular but you know this this mint green is just um is just perfect on on a dive watch and with the i actually i, th- I think i like the stainless steel bezel a little bit more um, i was gonna ask you is this your first stainless steel like micro brand like bezel i think so you digging it i think so yeah yeah I, I really i really dig it and it's funny we're, we're talking about you know women wearing watches today like the second i pulled it out of the box nor my wife she was just like i want to wear that <laughs> you know nice. so um actually she she wore it for a little bit on um the strap i have it on now it's uh just a single pass nato i, I cut the bottom part to keep keep everything slim castrated castrati you castratied it yeah so it hit those high notes (laughs) exactly it's cool though because so you have the mint dial and uh, it's just a black strap so there's a really cool contrast there and um one of the one of my biggest issues with the the test unit that i had um was that the bezel was kind of sticky but it's yeah just, that's a that's a thing with prototypes i feel like yeah yeah he he really refined this overall and i think it's just uh it's just perfect now um 40 40 millimeters uh perfect nh that's such a good size nh movement inside um it's just like a true no date so um the crown just has stop and go that's pretty much it and uh I keep forgetting also that guy's that guy's not that far from me. He's in Jacksonville, Jacksonville right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, brand's dude. brand's based out of Jacksonville. And um I'm gonna take a look now. We still have the cool little engraving of the the free diver, I guess, spear fishing on the case back. Um which is a little different from the the old timey dive helmet that everybody has been putting on lately. I don't know why. <laughs> dive helmets, sailboats. <sighs> Yeah, you know, Doxa has a sailboat. I don't know why. Yeah, dude, you only see it. On I the think case back. I will be impressed when someone just puts like something like incredible on the like something just like totally has nothing to do. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. <laughs> <laughs> you get the watch you're like what the fuck is this fucking Tom Selleck on the back of my watch? Yeah, dude. When 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 I was touring in a in a band, we had like. Um, just on the sliding door of the 15 passenger van, we had a, mm. just like a tiny picture of Tom Selleck and we just like stuck it to the door on the inside and we'd always, we'd always kind of tap it on our way out. Yeah, dude, you <laughs> gotta, let, like you gotta let him know. Us. <laughs> you know, blessings be upon him, bro. That's so funny. But yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's super, super cool. Um, I've always been curious. So I can't remember what you said in the review. How thick is that thing? Is it more than 13 millimeters? It's not very thick at all. Um, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to get anything wrong. So let's look up the specs exactly. It's, it's very, it's very modestly sized. So it's one of the, okay. it's one of the smaller, um, dive watches you'll get. Uh, let's take a look. So, hmm. I don't think I have accurate specs here. NH NH three eight movement. Oh, okay, here we are. So forty millimeters wide, forty eight lug to lug, and twelve millimeters thick. Perfect. Yeah. That's so fucking perfect. Ah, mm-hmm. love it. Really, really nice. Um, the only thing I'm struggling with now is you know keep it on or off the bracelet because the bracelet yeah, actually you had on a pretty nice sorry. too. 
But since okay. I since I reviewed it on the bracelet, I, I thought, hey, maybe I'll just I'll try it on something else because I I usually don't take um, bracelets off. I I, right. I I especially feel bad if it's a review watch. I don't want to mess with it too much. But um, yeah, this one's this one's fun, man, and uh, my wife really likes it. I guess she's attracted to the color. <laughs> That's cool. The color and the and just I mean the whole vibe of the watch. You know what I mean? I could totally see my wife being super. I can see most people being super into that watch. Yeah, yeah. Unless you just unless you don't like that color, which some people don't, you know. I love this color, and <laughs> you got to get that. Now that you have that watch, you got to get your seafoam green strat, dude. Yeah, and dude. just complete the circle. Yep. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That's the dream. That's the two rogue watch knobs dream. Uh, so this is this is fun. I also it it's it also has a lot of these little polished corners along the bezel this the coin edge on the side of the bezel is very polished and shiny yeah. but i don't it's it's it isn't really bothering me it just looks really really good overall um and i'm excited to see what uh what he does next that's awesome super cool man how about you uh i'm wearing something i haven't worn in a long time but it's probably one of the most significant things in my collection but now that i'm now that I'm 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 putting my watch box through the Spanish Inquisition and just kind of making things disappear, uh, I'm free. I'm more free to wear um, stuff that I want to wear. So I'm for today. I'm wearing the Slava Medical. Uh, nice. Fucking love love this watch. Not just because of what it represents in terms of me hunting for this watch for a long time, but just it's like perfect on the wrist. It's so like because I I have like a flatter wrist, and so this thing is just like a smallish rectangular or whatever case, and it's just. The perfect size for me, which is perfect because I've been I've been reviewing a few watches lately that are just a little too large. You know what I mean? Yeah, the um, thickness is getting out of hand on some of these things. <laughs> a little, a little bit. Yeah, you guys will see some reviews coming from me soon, um, specifically addressing that. But yeah, uh, super happy with this watch. I posted on the feed the other week. Um, people always pe- people are always happy when they see the Slava Medical uh, on the feed because it just honestly it isn't in it isn't up there as much as it should be, but. Um, really, really cool. If you're not familiar with Slava Medical, it's a mechanical USSR pulse meter. Um, it's from like the 80s or so. It's really, really fun because it's it's just so cool to have something like this, which is clearly built for like a specific function, but it's also just aesthetically very, very just, I don't know, badass. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I love this watch. Um, I love the red lollipop second hands, but what really sends this watch over the edge is the, um, I have it on this custom suede strap I got from EA Leather Goods. It's like red suede and it's like two stitching, but the two stitching is black and like, it's just so cool. The whole package just makes me so happy and it was incredible to put this on, um, last week and I've just been, I've been, uh, since that, since I posted that photo on the feed, I've been wearing it basically ever since. It's really different, I think, from from a lot of watches you'll see, especially on on feeds today. You know that are dominated by, I don't know, black bays and seikos. Black bays, black bays and seikos. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're, we're we're guilty of that too. But I just um, I get really stoked anytime I see you take a shot of that because it's so it's so out there. I mean, you you really have to you really have to do some digging to to find one of those. Um, I'm sure I'm sure it's difficult to find examples that are untouched or, or not frankened this one i got is really good condition it's not frankened um when i posted this uh people were just like oh i've been looking there's some on ebay right now and 
If you type in Slava, Medica, Slava, Slava Medical into eBay, at least the US eBay, you'll see three or four listings. Two of those aren't good. The other two I didn't look at very in depth, but you can just tell from the photos. Like one of them is just not a Slava Medical. It's a Slava, yeah. but it's just not Slava Medical. The other one is like Frankened. Frankened beyond belief. <laughs> and uh, the other two I didn't really take a good uh, good look at just because it's been a crazy week. But I'm, I'm just surprised there's even potentially two up there because it's, it's pretty rare for these things to come up, um, come up online. There's some like little like tips and things like that I have for folks when they want to try and find one of these or... Um, like just interesting Russian watches in uh, in general, but right, but yeah, this thing is super cool. Did a video on it. Uh, it's on the it's on our YouTube channel. I think my favorite comment. I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm sorry if I mentioned this on air before. My favorite comment. Um, everyone loved that video. I had one comment though. Someone just go. Well, someone just wrote, "Geez, this video is too long." Like, <laughs> Thanks, bro, for taking the time out of your fucking day <laughs> to tell me my video on pulse meters is just too long. Your, uh, your your comment is too long. Your comment is too long. God, the internet <laughs> so over it, man. But yeah, so that's what I'm wearing for this wrist check. Um, there's a couple new uh, Soviet, not new, but there's a couple Soviet watches I've been keeping my eye on to add potentially. Um, I don't want to do it frivolously, obviously, because um, I'm getting rid of my Polyot 3133. That shit's going away. Yeah. Love the watch. It just doesn't get as much wrist time as it should, and I've had it for a while, and you know, just feels right to let it go. Um, and I'm going to be selling it for like a steal because I think it technically needs uh, like servicing or servicing. someone to just clean it. You know, so mm-hmm. definitely not going to be making like I think I paid three twenty five for that watch. So mm. not selling it for that much. Tell you that. But yeah, Slava Medical, man. It's the Rad. jam. Ah, well, I think we're wearing some some pretty cool watches uh, that don't exactly cool look like the usual stuff that you'll see. Um, I'm so happy you got that Trasca. That thing is so cool. Yeah, I can't wait to post more shots of it. It's very photogenic. <laughs> well, here's the question. Are you bringing it to San Francisco? Because we I, are going to wind up San Francisco, as you people should all well know by now. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I, 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 At the same time, I don't want to like bring too many watches. I, I may actually just come with a watch on my wrist and that's it <laughs> there you go <laughs> i'm probably gonna be bringing the the gavox roads i want to bring the slava medical because i feel like people are gonna want to see it but mm-hmm. i'm always like trepid trepidatious to travel with the vintage watch you know right. especially because my traveling situation for my watches is not the best and michael <laughs> and i are traveling very light um we're not bringing i think the majority of what we're packing is just, I think, probably like what camera, camera stuff and laptop stuff for the website. And my my footy, my footy pajamas. If we will, obviously, we need our matching TBWs footy pajamas. That's just, <laughs> with the hats. With the hat, that just goes without saying. What else, we're 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 gonna wear footy pajamas because we're sharing a hotel room. We're gonna sit on the floor of a hotel room in our footy pajamas. Each of us with a tub of ice cream. We're just gonna talk about boys. <laughs> we're talk, 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 talk about boys that we like or you know boys that smile at us smile at us like that's just like it's a girl it's a classic girls night out guys all right god damn it just, cool, just two oh, cool dudes talking about crushes with tubs of ice creams and footy pajamas you know yeah that's, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun trip um and, looking forward to it we're still trying yeah. to figure out what to do for a tbws get together i think bowling seems like it's gonna happen um I guess we just have to plan, uh, figure out how many people are going to be there. We got to reserve the lanes. Um, 
shirts versus bibs or, or, or uh, bibs versus skins excuse me I think we've already discussed this I'm skins I, I call skins right now okay. I, call, I call skins team captain all fucking day alright <laughs> and this is this is another trip that again would not be possible if it weren't for um, you know people supporting us on, on Patreon and things like that that's so huge people everyone that supports us on Patreon that's you telling us hey Tuberwash Labs what you're doing it's awesome it's different the world needs more of it and that's huge if you feel the same way if you enjoy the show if you enjoy what we're doing on the website if you really want to support the show um, in a way that's you putting your vote into just changing how watch journalism is done, could please consider going and checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash twobrokewatchnobs. Um, you can read a bunch of information. We're going to be adding a proper video on there soon of our faces because people want to see our faces for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> they want to watch the video, touch themselves, and then donate to Patreon. If that's the order of operations, then I'm all for it, guys. All right? I guess that's, I'm okay with that. And then, <laughs> Like, I guess I can concede and be okay with that. <laughs> uh, if you're, if you're on the internet, which everyone is, I guess mm-hmm. it's going to happen to you. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to happen eventually. But um, uh, please consider going to check out our Patreon page. It explains kind of like where funds go, um, where the majority of our expenses are, how we want to grow the show, everything like that, all that fun stuff. If you have any questions that doesn't aren't answered on the Patreon page, please just let me know. Um, I know folks have some trepidations about Patreon because I think a lot, I think a lot of like cams like 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 cam models and like porn really? stars are on Patreon. That's what people people are like. Yeah, I like the show, but like I don't want to go on Patreon. I don't want my wife to see me supporting like Patreon because of all like the cam. I'm like, are there cam models? Can I don't do? Should we, Michael? Should we be cam models? We can be cam models, Dude. right? Some of those models make a whole lot of tax-free income. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> I think we can do it. I think we can. I think we can do it. But um, also, uh, uh, just to bring up this, because people do do ask about this, um, if you want to support the show, but if you don't want to like spend extra money, which is something I 100% understand, because this is too broke, watch snobs, not too disposable income watch snobs you know what i'm saying um we do have an amazon affiliate link basically if you do normal amazon shopping by using our affiliate link you don't pay anything extra you don't do anything extra amazon basically just sends us a finder's fee because they think that you know you reach their website you reached amazon from like our website you don't even have to buy the products the amazon link is for you just do your normal amazon shopping and basically that's supporting the show by doing what you normally do and fucking i think everyone in their goddamn mother buys mm-hmm. shit on amazon yeah you know what i mean my mother buys things on amazon so i can i can definitively say that that woman loves buying things on amazon you know what i'm saying so all hail jeff bezos all supreme hail leader all hail jeff bezos supreme leader snoke right <laughs> yeah he could kind of look like that if a car hits him or whatever. Like he can kind of look, he can kind of look a little, a little like Snoke, right? Snokeish, yeah. Snoke a little Snokeish if like a if, if like a if like a smart car rams into him, right? <laughs> not like a big car, not not like not, not like not like proper vehicular. I, I'm uh, actually assault. scared because now I feel like he's listening. What's he gonna do? You talk about me getting hit by a car. Yeah, I, I didn't hit you with a car. Did bro. you did you see his latest uh, like depiction on South Park? By the way. I haven't watched South Park in a very long time. I'm, yeah, I'm it actually it, it's a lot like Snoke, but in the back of his head, like when he turns around, it's a butt. Like they, <laughs> they drew up like an ass on the back of his head, like Pretty two funny. two 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 meaty cheeks, <laughs> just like two butt cheeks in the back of his fucking cranium, the skull. Yeah. Dude, exactly. butt skull, man. Butt skull is a great band name. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, Patreon affiliate, uh, Amazon affiliate links. If you have any questions, please let me know. 
Um, you want to talk about women's watches? Can we be two dudes talking about women's watches? Yeah. I, so this this came this came to mind. I don't know. I don't know why. I was just thinking about the last time I went watch shopping with my wife. When I when I say watch shopping, I really just dragged her into a bunch of watch shops and made her look at things. Sure. <laughs> like, look look at that. Like it. <laughs> yeah. I we we each side of a partnership has some kind of shopping concession where they go with one person to look at something they like as long as it's reciprocated you know what i mean by the way today we're going to the nespresso store and the container store and i'm so excited what is there hold on i have to let's backtrack is a nespresso store an entire location i've never yeah apparently i've never been so i'm curious to see what it's like tell me what happens what happens I'll like, let me, you know. Maybe maybe I'll, it's it's right next to Doxa Church. Um, <laughs> that was an incredible story segment. You have to go in the talk in the Doxa Church. Oh man! But anyway, yeah. The last time we went watch shopping, uh, I was looking at God knows what, and then I think I think when the sales person realized that I really I really wasn't going to be swayed in any way, she started showing um, my wife some some different Omegas, and you know. Uh, nor tried one on. I think it was maybe like a two-tone. Um, Aquaterra? You know, maybe it was Aquaterra-ish or, or something along the lines mm. or similar whims. But it was so it was quartz. Um, I don't even think it had a second hand or something. But it was just, it was two-tone and, I mean, not totally covered in diamonds. It had some diamonds maybe along the bezel and maybe uh, maybe on the dial. Mm. You know, that, and, and then... And then she said something like, "Oh, this this one is is twenty eight. I'm like, "Oh, like twenty eight hundred. She's like, "No, twenty eight thousand. Holy fucking Christ box. No. Yeah. no, absolutely <laughs> not. Jesus. And, and, and so so uh, brands like Omega, for example, have these huge like separate catalogs of just women's watches. and for the most part, they're all just like quartz stuff co- yeah. covered in in diamonds. And, that's not to say that that the quartz is an issue. I'm just, I'm just wondering why um, that's such a huge chunk. It's actually kind of funny. So there's this quote. I can't remember if I brought this quote up um, originally in the previous episode, episode 57, the first women's watch episode we did. But it's a quote that I heard in uh, when I was going to the literature program in grad school or undergrad. I can't remember. It was one of those two, but it helped kind of put a lot of perspectives on the whole male female thing. Help help me make sense of it. So it's the antiquated idea, very caveman like idea of the whole thing of like you know men are functional, um, women are ornamental. Obviously that's mm. not the case, but that sort of mentality has kind of informed products that are specifically aimed at women. It's the idea of designing for some of the biases you interpret off someone's gender. So oh he's a guy, he'll probably want something you know, bold, that's like dark colors, or it's going to be, it's going to have, you know, like 200 meters of water resistance for some fucking reason, <laughs> because it's functional, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, she's a woman, she'll want something that's maybe thin, maybe something that's like yellow gold, something that will go with her other accessories. So I think that's why you see watches that are mainly designed with that in mind. But what really fucking confounds me with women's watches and what's incredibly like, like, unfair is too like too general of a term like what's a more what's a more two-book watch a fucking annoying what's more what's more fucking annoying 
to the women's <laughs> watches is how much to you, what you just experienced with it at that at that Omega booth, the price markups. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's nuts, dude. Like like, oh my god, you know. But what do you what are your thoughts on that? Because I feel like that still informs the whole idea of the antiquated like perspective. You know, men are functional, women are ornamental, which is not true. I just want to clarify that. Um, do you think that's still informing the majority of kind of like? A lot of women's watches, because I'm trying to think. The only women's watch, or the only specifically specifically marketed women's watch that I could think of, that doesn't necessarily follow that, still kind of does, because it's smaller, is the 36 millimeter. I think of the Rado Captain Cook, because that's technically the women's size, right? Quote unquote. Yeah, it's a, it's it's somewhere it's somewhere around that size, and I think um, it's now rolled in crushed diamonds, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't have like a peacock feeding its young on the clasp or whatever dumb shit they put on these like watches to make them look flashy or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it isn't. Um, it, it's it certainly is an issue, and and um, I almost I'm almost curious to see if brands will eventually just um, kind of blur the lines in their catalog a little bit more. So. Um, you know, recently we've seen, um, uh, I think, I think when the Tudor Black Bay 36 came out, for example, mm-hmm. um, you know, or I think the IWC pilots watch 36 as well. Um, they just, re- so they'll, brands are, are slowly releasing sizes that are just, are just, just, just small. This is a men's model or this is a women's model. Even if, even if That's you guys, it could just go either way. So, um, well, even if they're, I'm oh, sorry. No, no, that's that's kind of that that's a that's a newish approach, and so that I want to continue seeing from from brands as well. I think that approach is definitely refreshing, a step in the right direction. But have you seen the ads that Tudor runs for the Black Bay Thirty Six with Lady Gaga? I've seen the ads with Lady Gaga, and I showed um, the ads to my wife. Um, uh-huh. You know, we've we've done ad stuff before like we've we kind of have our marketing brains turned on anytime we encounter that stuff but she's oh, yeah. she saw the ads and she's like i want to go see that watch so so which i have a question it just which has ad to, are you talking about it just has because to work you know I, I saw i saw a gaga ad with tutor with my wife and my wife lost her mind in a bad way <laughs> I th- so which ad are you talking about? I think it was the the are are we talking just like a like a photo? I think the one she saw was the video one where it's like two versions of her playing piano or something. And my my wife plays piano, so I, I think so that's what caught her. There's eye. there is that one, but there's a version of that one where they're interviewing her, and oh. it's basically she's talking. So you have no idea what I'm talking. No, about. No, no, I don't. I, I I don't know that. Here we one. go. I'm explaining to you exactly why I don't like those Tudor ad commercials. <laughs> okay. So it's Lady Gaga she's talking, and I respect Lady Gaga. I think she's super cool, which is probably weird for you to hear on the show. But I have her first two albums. I think she's got crazy piano chops. Like I've heard, yeah. I've seen and like heard videos about on, on on YouTube of her playing piano, and it's just like, like wow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, um, super respect her. So she's talking. And like, you know, she's interviewing and she has her hands like in front of her chest and she's wearing a watch. And I think she's wearing the Black Bay 36. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like. Because I think that's like, because each tutor ambassador has like, you know, the watch that they're like, they recommend or whatever. Right. And she's talking and she's just like how she's, she's explaining how she's had to take risks in her career. And then she lowers her hands and she's wearing a top that is plunging down so <laughs> low. It's literally plunging to her belly button and it's just boobs. It's just boobs 
and like the cleavage between the boobs and I'm like what the fuck is going on very nice <laughs> like like wow and my wife my, my wife literally just goes ew like she visibly you know how, you know how I say ew sometimes she she had her version of that I'm just like wow I don't know what's happening right now oh, and so God is just talking about like oh I had to take risk I had to do this and then like meanwhile I'm just like Dude, it's just boobs. Like, I don't even, like, know what's happening with the watch anymore. Oh, I think I'm, then, I like, think the, I'm seeing it's, like, a green... Uh, you think it's, a, you think it's a, a green, like, I don't know, like, pants suit it's a or green, something. It's a green fucking dinner napkin, bro. Okay? <laughs> like, the garment oh, does see, not I'm, make... I'm seeing the boobs now. Wow. It doesn't make... That's... To me, that's really infuriating. Because, like, I agree how it's uh, angled in the product catalog. You know, this is not a women's watch. This is just... A 36 millimeter watch yeah you know what i mean wow. that's cool but then this ad comes out and i'm like that's fucking annoying because mm-hmm. it's i just have so many questions are you trying to who are you trying to attract obviously with the boobage you know you're gonna get dudes on board you know what i mean but at the same time there are people who do respect um like lady gaga and do appreciate the risks that she takes and things like that but is that something that people would appreciate if they're like on, on the on the lady gaga like train so like i just but the ad, the point of the ad could also be the point of those old um, DDB VW think small ads, not necessarily to sell you on the thing, but to get you talking. Because Michael, right now you and I are talking about it. I just realized. Yeah, yeah, we, we <laughs> we've are, been talking about it for quite some time. We are talking about it. I mean, whether the stuff whether the stuff works or not, I think you know. I I will say that brands like like Tudor, for example, releasing the the Black Bay Thirty Six. Um, especially now with different dial colors as well. I, they have even smaller. I think there's a Black Bay 32 and you can get a black or blue. Um, you know, the more I see brands kind of blur the lines between what is uh, typically considered a, a men's watch or a women's watch, um, mm-hmm. I think the more kind of progress we're going to see in in terms of the options that women have. Um, because, you know, women are not just ornamental, as you said, like they're, they're very mechanically minded. My, my wife is, you know, she built like robots in, in high school. She did like the whole yeah. battle bots thing and she's into, um, you know, engineering and the way that things work. And she's interested to, to see, um, you know, cool watches that are necessarily bedazzled. So, um, right. this by the way, is not the worst, uh, ad I've seen. We were also... I, re- I really like the Cartier collection. I think it's called Panthere de Cartier or something like that. It's sort of it's sort of their interest. Isn't that the name of the cologne from Anchorman? <laughs> something like that. No, the imagery is very similar to. I, I think it's Paul Rudd. Yeah. No. It, if you look at some of the stuff Cartier has done, yeah, it, it feels like they're about to sell me that cologne. <laughs> Panthere. <laughs> I'm I'm probably not not saying it right, but um. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it. We're gonna we're gonna find out <clears throat> once and for all. I think it's Panthere de Cartier, and I was watching the ad with my wife, and it's so weird. It's like it's kind of like this young, sexy professional. She she wakes up in this like big house, and then she like I don't know. She just immediately gets naked and takes a bath or something and then she like like you do right and then she goes out and then she's dancing with her friends and stuff and grinding with dudes and shit and then she takes one home and i guess like bangs him and then she's in like a bubble bath again she's like looking at you and like oh yeah and then they show a photo of the watch 
So I, <laughs> I guess you can do those things with this well, here, watch. Here's, here's what's funny. So so both the Gaga ad, this just occurred, both the Gaga ad and both this Panthea ad um, are definitely trying to do, are trying to capture, so we're speaking like marketers now, are trying to capture like the female empowerment okay. line, like yeah. the folks. But at the same time, does female empowerment mean over-sexualization? Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my I, I don't think I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but that's just something that like occurred to me. Like you can you know, so I wanna see okay, let's 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 not I wanna for a see, second am I gonna say that I'm qualified to answer that question. Neither <laughs> we're two dudes. We're two we're two dudes with a t- with, with well, I have a tenuous understanding of what watches are and what that means, but you have a good understanding of what watches are, but we're still two dudes. But I wanna see on the other end of the spectrum, I wanna see an analogous ad with fucking like David Beckham on Tudor, and he's got the two-tone bullshit because he doesn't even he doesn't fucking wear that watch. He just he just has it in a yeah. sock drawer underneath all of his real receipts. Um, because he's a, he's a Rolex guy, David Beckham, right? He's yeah. also a Tudor ambassador, but he's a big Rolex guy. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got fucking Beckham money. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I want to see an ad with him, and he's like he's like yeah, my my career, I take risk, and he's got his hands like in his like over his like weight ra- ra- you know waist area. And he's like yeah, you know, and then I want him to move his hands, and I just want his dong to be wrapped in cheesecloth, <laughs> and he's still talking. But I just want like I just want like like cute like a cucumber impressioned, just like shape <laughs> with the draping cheesecloth because that's the only that's the only way it's gonna be even. That's the only way for me it's gonna make sense. Like okay, they had Gaga doing the thing with with the boobs. I want David Beckham doing something with this fucking cucumber slong. That's the only thing for me that I'll accept because oh, then it goodness. makes sense. You think that's gonna happen? You think David Beckham's gonna sign up for the cheesecloth slong? You know bit. Um, you know, scale if, one to ten, how likely is it gonna happen? If if the money's right and and Tudor, ch- Tudor does it well, <laughs> who knows? I mean, if the check clears, you'd be surprised what people will do. <laughs> I feel like I've seen Stranger Things in this industry. God damn it, man! But yeah, no, I mean, just talking about this this pan this Panther ad, and talking about the Gaga ad, I think the female empowerment thing is definitely what they're trying to ride. But with the old, with like empowerment through sexualization almost still kind of feels like we're still in that functional versus ornamental gender thing you know what i mean yeah no i i can i completely understand i i think i think from the perspective of a salesperson they're always going to try to take that angle um when when selling a woman a watch first um, yeah you know i i don't think um I just don't think they know anything else at this point in, in the boutiques in store now, and especially with the larger brands and considering what they offer in their catalog for for women's watches, you much very much oh, like that, like that, um, you know, Omega. You know what I would love to see? Well, I I want this to segue into what I would love to see. Are there any micro brands that do? That's watches. something. That's something that I wanted to bring up in this episode as well. I feel okay. Do you want, do you want to bring it up now, or do you want to wait later? No, no. Let's. I mean, we can get into it now. Who's gonna do it now? Who's gonna Who's gonna do it? You know, we talk about a lot. A lot of really cool, um, you know, smaller um, micros uh, that we're friends with. Yeah. We review the watches. Uh, get super excited when they come out with new stuff. Um, just off the top of my head, I, I don't think there are any that have offered a dedicated women's model. And I understand there's a huge risk. I understand there's um, there's a lot of investment that needs to go into design, production, marketing, uh, prototyping, you know, and then you might not have such a big piece of the pie in terms yeah. of that, in, in terms of that business. But who's who's really going to step up and, and do that? 
I'm, I'm just kind of curious think, to see. I think it would need to be like someone new. Well, the other, it also brings up the question, like what is a, what is a women's watch? Is a women's watch something that an advertisement tells you is a women's watch? Or is right. there something specific to the piece that makes it a watch for a woman? I, I like the idea of hopefully down the line, watch brands switching kind of the intent of a piece not to match genders, but lifestyles. This okay. is for a watch for people that work, you know, in the technical field, regardless of like, like what gender you are. Like, like gender just shouldn't factor into it. It should like, it should be like a lifestyle thing. So like you were saying, like, Nora, your wife, like she was like, she's very technical. She's very into like engineering. She's very, very into that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there are watches that are like that for people, but you know, yeah. What I like that Tudor is doing in regards to that is it's one style of watch in multiple sizes. Sure. With, the, with the black base you know what I mean so something like that would make sense but then obviously those stupid ads they do fucking nullify any positive effects the I catalog mean, would have size size is a huge huge deal with with women's watches though because she's um I've had a lot of watches in for review that she's really really liked so that mm-hmm. that Doppler Pulse um watch that I had for a bit right. which is a really cool brand founded by physicians this is very much like what you mentioned um watch is intended for a purpose yeah um and she's like yeah i want to i want to take this into work and I, I think that she did one day but it was just it was just far too large at, at 40 at, it was a flat kind of dress watch form factor at 40, mm-hmm. 40 millimeters which i feel like we'll look at and be like that's too big on my wrist um mm. so it was just it was just kind of huge for her so i think I, you know, I, I think sizing is, is still important. Maybe sizing can actually be a, a concrete factor when, when putting a women's watch together and calling it that. Well, here's on the other end of the spectrum. My wife's wrist is much larger compared to mine. You know what I mean? Right. Like her wrist size is definitely larger than mine, but that's just because growing up, she did like all of her martial arts stuff. She's just mm-hmm. physically stronger than I am. You know what I mean? So like she wears more regularly than any other watch. She wears the Casio MDV, the Bill Gates watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that like is like a good size watch like for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't like, like small, small little, like, 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 like dinky, like watch that you see like most other women. So the size factor is a thing, but I still think it comes down to lifestyle. Right. Yeah, that is, know? that is, that is true. Just having those options. What I was going to say with micro brands, I would love, because I don't know how many, within sort of like the micro brand ish niche enthusiast, enthusiast world, like how many women run or at least women led brands exist. I, obviously, Erica's Originals, but that's straps. Um, I want like a brand. Cheapest uh, NATO straps is also. Um, it is. You're right. Yeah. So two straps. I want like a like a like like a micro brand that's like conceived and like operated and like like marketed like from like like brainchild from like like a female team because I feel like that would make a lot more sense than a watch brand run by a dude who decides to make a women's watch because then that immediately becomes his conception of what he thinks a woman's watch should be and be marketed as. Yeah, yeah, definitely. you know. I was yeah. talking. I don't want to say here. I was. I was. I, I shouldn't say the story. They listen to the show. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> no, I was no, going to talk. I, I was going to talk about a story with the micro brand owner I was talking to, and we were. Yeah, I'm not going to mention one. I think. I think that's. Um, 
I think that's going to be difficult to find, and, and maybe it already exists, and, and we just don't know about it. If um, if we don't know, if there is a if there is a micro brand out there that's kind of in those criteria that we're talking about, you know, female conceived, um, led operated, all that stuff, you know, main communication, point of communication. If there's some, if there's one out there, and we're not aware of it, or if we're forgetting it, please totally let us know. We are we are only human, and um, <laughs> it is entirely possible. Um, that we're just not remembering, but I would, I think that would be so, that would be so fucking interesting. In the, in the meantime, though, what kind of, um, what kind of micro brands have, have attracted your wife recently? I, I, I mentioned the Troska for Noor. Uh, she also uh, really dug the Halios, even with the, the 12 hour bezel, the, the Seaforth in that pastel when she saw it at, at Wind Up. Oh. She was really into that one. Um, she did not. She was not a fan of those omegas. She was just like, I don't know what this is. It's so expensive. I have I have other jewelry that has you know diamonds. I don't need a super expensive watch. Twenty eight thousand. That's like a lot. A lot of I, goddamn I wish, donuts. That's I, ridiculous. I felt like a total fish out of water because because I was just like, yeah, twenty eight hundred. She's like, not nah, twenty eight thousand. What? <laughs> and 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 the the person at the store said that with a straight face. She was yeah. just like like yeah, oh exactly. it's actually but she's like twenty thousand. Twenty eight thousand. It's a fucking car, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it has because I don't think we've ever discussed the the wife acceptance factor, which is important for me when I buy a watch. I still I still run it by her and see if if she likes it, what she, what she thinks and everything. But um, you know. I think has, what what some I don't think she's actually liked any of the micro brands that I've had in. <laughs> uh, the watch, the watches, the only watch from my uh, like watch box that she has taken and worn and enjoyed is the Seiko Seven Zero Zero Two. Oh, cool! That's <laughs> the only one she likes. That watch. You yeah. know what I mean. Because um, the size makes sense. At the time, I had it on a black and white leather strap, and she was doing like a black and white sort of like theme with what she was wearing for that day. So it just mm-hmm. like made the most sense in terms of like how it looked, and then also the size of the watch and everything like that. And yeah, otherwise, I, she never really gets like enthused by the mm-hmm. micro brands. It's always um, I enjoy it. It's always the shrug, the shrug, and it's okay. The shrug, and <laughs> it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> tell me, tell me more. It's okay, you know. So I had um, I'm not gonna say what it is, but I have a watch here. It's um, it's it's. I'll tell you what it is after air. Um, but I have it in. I bought it for review, and technically, technically, this is supposed to be a watch. I guess aimed at like, traditionally supposed to be aimed at like the female demographic. And she did the um. She said it wasn't anything special. It was just like this like small shiny thing. And I'm like I'm like yeah, you know wrong, you know. So I think. Hold on. Hey, babe, can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Come in here. Come in here. Here we go. Any, there, opinion. Yeah. Are there any watches here? You don't have to, don't say the names. You can just point. Any watches here that look cool to you? Over there also. You can say no. No is an appropriate response. The shrug, the shrug, I mean, and the not really. <laughs> I enjoy on this one the contrast between the color of the dial and the strap that you have it on. She's pointing at the Collinsville Nautilus. Okay. I think this is fun, but I don't think I would actually wear it. I don't like the strap. Mm, I won't say the brand name. Nope. Um, <laughs> or should I? <laughs> I mean, that's totally up to you. Oh. She's still looking. Can you hear me? 
Oh, you have my cast here. Mike? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, and I really like the dial on not to say that loud because you told me not to. You gotta push the thing down to open it. Oh yeah, this is when you're in your parents' audience. The one my mom got me. The watch box my mom got me. I love the dial on this one. I think it's wonderful. You want to tell me what she just chose? Should I tell you what she just chose, Michael? Yeah, of course. The goddamn Orient Christmas chrono. <laughs> <laughs> Universally accepted by all people around the world. I enjoy I, it. I like. I all civilized, uncivilized folk agree. Like the I goddamn a, Christmas chrono is the best. I'm not saying it's the best, but I. I'm I, it's I the best. Enjoy, okay, fine. But I enjoy like the specific teal shade that it is, and how um, there's dimension with the texture in the back. Yeah. Of it, and. But how it's broken up by all the... Subdials like, and stuff? Yeah, I was going to call it... I See, I'm learning subdials. Yeah, you got this. She used the uh, word bezel the other day. I was blown away. Whoa. I'm right? Who <laughs> no, because I've, I've never, I've never like, talked to you about bezels. You've just heard I've me. I've listened to you every week record this podcast. Yeah, you guys think I'm funny for like an hour every week. Her and Michael have to hear my bullshit all the fucking, all the fucking time. They have to hear my garbage. Small do- small, small cast doses. Hashtag small cast doses. That's funny that she mentioned a chronograph. Every time uh, Noor sees a three-register chronograph, she mm-hmm. can't get around the fact that it looks like a like a funny face, like the two eyeballs with like the, the screaming like, mouth. Like, there's a lot of watches in here <laughs> that like, yeah. I like because I know of like some of the significance behind them, or there's like emotional attachment to it. Like, it's a purely objective. Like, like, but like most of these, like, if I was gonna go shopping, I wouldn't buy any of them. Right. Like, there you go. There you go, you know. Like, she did. So she did see a. a, a I should, forgot what it was, but I showed her a chronograph a while ago, and she's like, and she got very excited. She's like, "Oh, it looks like a panda." I'm like, "That's because it's a panda dial." <laughs> nice. So she enjoyed. She enjoyed that. You know. We were yeah. talking about the Gaga ad where she's talking and also that's her fucking Tudor watch. There like, you are go. you fucking shitting me? See? Like, you don't even know that it's a fucking Tudor. There you go. <laughs> it's just boobs, dude. Just boobs. Yeah, just like. I was saying. Like, so David. David Beckham is also a brand ambassador for Tudor, so I was saying to Michael, there should be an analogous ad where it's him talking, and then all of a sudden he moves his hands, and it's just his, like, schlong wrapped in cheesecloth. He's still talking, but it's just, like, it's just like a sea cucumber wrapped in, like, a wet napkin, and you're just like, ugh, like... Hashtag Equally sexism. uncomfortable. Well, yeah, that's not yep. the whole point. Just sure. classic sexism, classic misogyny, never going away, because women were objects. This and is this a- is obviously being recorded the day after International Women's Day, of course. Classic. Classic. Okay. <laughs> cool. But yeah. Um, what was I saying? I totally forgot what I was saying. Well, we were just trying to trying to figure out what um yeah, what appealed hear, to her. You hear how much you hear how much she fucking hated that tutor ad? I'm watching it again for science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some hard fucking science right there, but yeah, dude, she lost her. She lost her mind. With that fucking tutor. I, I lost my mind too because I was excited because I realized it was a tutor ad, and then like, pfft. but yeah, no, she dug. She dug the Christmas chrono. So you're you're goddamn beeping. So your so your wife doesn't like chronographs because it looks like a. Fa- I mean, I, I guess it does kind of look like a face. It looks like a funny face screaming. Like two eyes with like the screaming mouth at six. Yeah, she's into she's into calendar watches with with moon phase complications. That is like her her top thing by far. So I think that's that's maybe maybe again more of an ornamental attraction 
but well the reality uh, is I think what people like don't want to admit with watches whether it's a dude or, or, or a girl is the first thing that you're going to like about a watch is how it fucking looks of course like it's visual yeah. it's visual first there's I know there's a thing in like the micro brand like like enthusiasm niche where it's like spec fetishism fetishism fet- you know what I'm trying to fucking say you know what I yes. mean where it's just like before I even before I even see the watch if I know it's 40 millimeters and I was doing this with the with the Trasca earlier. I'm guilty of it too. If I know yeah, it's 40 I'm millimeters and it's like 200 <laughs> meters water resistance, I'm gonna love it. Like, yeah, you haven't even fucking seen it, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I don't definitely. think there's anything wrong with someone seeing a watch and then making an objective choice on like that watch based on how it looks. That's human. I still I still think I would be so happy if I saw a brand kind of do what Tudor was trying to do but not drop the ball but just have like different sizes and just have st- just stuff that's more like like lifestyle like centric you know yeah this Tudor discussion is also really selfish on my part because I really want her to like the Black Bay 36 because 100% we could totally share that watch <laughs> yeah well didn't you try it on in the store you didn't like it or am I thinking something else I tried on the Black Bay 58 and I was very underwhelmed mm, that's what it was also, yeah. really, really, really misleading name for that watch. Yeah, right. Given that exactly. the Black Bay 41 is 41 millimeters and the Black Bay 36 is 36 millimeters, one would assume the Black Bay 58 was also <laughs> 58 millimeters, but it's not. Which is not a good women's watch size. 58 isn't a good human watch size unless you're <laughs> fucking Thanos, who's not a human, just to clarify. You know what I mean? Oh, man. But yeah, no no chronographs for her. She's she's not really into them. Um, yeah, it's it's really calendars uh, with which which makes me wonder if she would actually mm. like some of those um, Gavox pieces that are dressier. They're just a little they're just a little large. So maybe Gavox. It'd be cool if um, there were some different different sizes offered for that. I'm getting one in soon. I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty good. Because um, she likes I, the Ava Diver. She liked the Ava Diver and she wore the Ava Diver. But you know what? Even though it was big, the fact that the strap was integrated, it made it just kind of flow on her on her smaller wrist uh, a little bit better. I love Gavox. I'll say it. I don't understand why Gavox isn't more popular. I'll I'll <laughs> I'll say this the day I die. Y'all motherfuckers need to discover how awesome Gavox is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, another some something that I've been wondering for a while. Uh, Seiko back in the day used to explicitly make. Um, like uh, mid-size women's uh, dive watches. I forgot which collection they were a part of, but they basically looked like a tiny, almost like a tiny sumo at times. Uh, I feel this, like the sumo design is very inspired by some of these older women's watches. I've never seen these. If I were to Google it, what would I Google? Um, women's Seiko Diver. So one thing that I'm wondering, because kind of the the nature of sacred production is such a mystery um to us today especially you know like modern models like are those watches like the skx 013 for example is that actually a women's watch that all of us dudes are wearing (laughs) but we don't know because seiko doesn't market it at all that would just be hilarious they probably it probably gets recommended so when i typed that in i just started seeing the 013 you know okay. what I mean? Like that's what Google has been showing me. So I think just because of the size, mm-hmm. um, retailers, 
Because the thing is, remember, it's also not so much what brands say. A lot of brands like Seiko will end up at a retailer, and it's how the retailer wants to, like, market or segment this watch. I feel like just based on the size, retailers will probably call it a women's watch, but mm-hmm. I don't know. So size matters. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> you know? I'm not seeing that watch you were talking about, though. Yeah, I have to I have to look up the reference later. Maybe we can talk about it in another episode. But I know Seiko for a while made some some women's dive watches and they're actually pretty collectible today. Um I don't know if they did it with the seven thousand two series or I think it happened with the seven five four eights as well, but um, you know, for a while they, they did make dedicated women's uh sport watches. That's so crazy. Not anymore. <laughs> I guess maybe technically it's the zero and three. Oh, hold on. Shut up. Okay. Bye. Thank you for being a guest star. Yeah, of course. <laughs> she's going to work. And, she, and, she's, and she's gone. <laughs> she's going to work, man. Working on the weekends. It's the, We're recording this on the, on the weekend. For you folks at home. So we talked about Gaga. We talked about micro brands that might do something what about like existing models i always uh, you know i don't know i don't know if they'd appreciate it but i think the contrail 39 could also be pretty rad um from notice i could see that yeah even though even though it is a size that that a dude would typically wear and this this I, I just look i remember it now my my wife would think the watch is too small the contrail 39 because it's 39 millimeters right Okay, um, yeah, yeah, you know? it is. But like I said, remember she wears that Casio MDV, and that thing is like what forty two. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, but um, I'm trying to think. When I think, so when I think of women's watches and like normal big established brands, the one watch I always think of, not because I like it, or because I think it's cool. I don't know if cool. It it's just outrageous. You know what I mean? This fucking Bulgari snake watch we were talking about offline before before the show. <laughs> I, we were talk, talking I about that. I don't yeah. know why, but every time I think of those watches, I think of this watch. Not because I think it's like the platonic ideal of a woman's watch. It's just a ridiculous fucking watch. It's super expensive. It's very expensive. They charge They charge per how many times the snake curls around. So they have different <laughs> models. Like One is like one... No, not even. It's Are, you, one with are you being fucking serious? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So they have they have different versions of the snake, and depending on how many times it wraps around the wrist, it's more expensive. So there's one that it wraps around once. It's essentially like a bracelet. I think there's a smaller one, and then I think there's the biggest one that wraps around your pretty much like forearm. It, mum- it mummifies you. And it's <laughs> exactly. I think I think we should have an analogous sort of like monetary relationship where after fifty meters of water resistance, the branch should charge extra for each meter after that. <laughs> right? Like tack on like five dollars per yeah. meter or whatever. People will stop giving a shit about, about about water resistance pretty damn quick. Pretty damn quick. After that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the Chris Rock joke. We don't need gun control, we need bullet control. Bullets, bullets should cost five thousand dollars a piece. Oh, no more innocent bystanders. <laughs> I'm also trying very hard to not do my Chris Rock impression, of which yeah. no one should ever do their Chris Rock impression. Right? <laughs> it just doesn't work. Only Chris Rock can do Chris Rock. Just pointing one that out. Second, I, 
Did you walk Leia? 10 o'clock? You haven't? Dog's dead. Dog's dead. That's mm. all she wrote? Yeah. <laughs> Poor little dog. It's time for her to go out. Puppy. You want me to walk her? I'll walk her. Mail her over here. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, Nor did not like that that snake watch. I really wanted her to like it, but I don't think not. anyone would really like this. <laughs> I think someone would buy it possibly because it's like a like a luxury purchase. Or if you want like something super dramatic to wear, if you go to a lot of galas, I you know what I mean. Like I, I I'm not going to galas lately. I'm not really like you. a gal. I mean, I'll go to like serve drinks, I suppose. <laughs> but I'm not going to be there to like I don't know shave the whales or like whatever you're whatever you do with them now. Like I just I don't know. I just but this watch to me is like an outrageous watch. Um, what do you think? Like what what in terms of like major established brands right now? We may already already mentioned Tudor. Are there any? I mean, we mentioned Omega. What Rolex? Rolex does. They do like thirty-six millimeter or super petrols. Those are supposed to be like the quote-unquote women's watches, right? Actually, I think uh, I don't know where where I heard the stat, but I think Rolex's top-selling watch is some kind of a women's-sized uh, Datejust, if you can believe it or not. Um, really? I'd have to I'd have to find you know a source to to back that up, uh, but they do offer a ton of different you know women's oriented sizes. Um, I don't think it's completely necessary because I think um, you know any Rolex would look great on any woman. Sure, even even the freaking like James Cameron deep sea. I think I think a woman can rock one of those. Do you remember when we were in Bell Harbor and we saw um, a woman walking Never around? Never forget, man. <laughs> Never forget with the damn Hulk. I'm like, she's got a Hulk. Why can't I have one? <laughs> she had a Hulk. Oh. The little kid she was with, he was like, like, like nose to tail and like Burberry. I'm like, your entire situation as a family right now is worth everything I own in my entire life. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. That was Miami, that was pretty, dude. Pretty yeah. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Miami. Oh, um, God. Dudes in shorts yes. wearing Submariners eating drippy hamburgers. It's fucking Miami, yeah. man. Or California. Could also be <laughs> on those, too. Yeah, Rolex, I, I, Rolex, I think, makes enough um, models that I uh, I think could totally work for, for women. Um, and now that they have the Oyster Perpetual, the new one in black and white dials, it's just even more variety if they're not necessarily into the crazy plum colors or olive right. or whatever else they... They offer, but you know, I think um, you know, Nor has tried on. She's tried on even the forty-two millimeter Rolexes, and she she really digs it. But I, I wonder if her she's a little bit more attracted to the brand as well, which is that could be a possibility. Um, brand plays. I mean, like we we do that. We're more attracted to watches because they come from a certain brand. You know, that's yeah. human. I feel like. Yeah, but I think at the same time, she's also attracted to the fact that there's utility behind all the different models. So she knows, mm. probably my fault, that, you know, the Submariner, she'll, she'll see a dive bezel and be like, okay, that's for, for diving. Right. Maybe a GMT bezel, not so much, but I think I've explained it to her before, and she's like, eh, okay, whatever. <laughs> but, you We're know, like, I'd, argue, nerd. <laughs> I, I, I'd argue that, that Rolex is probably the top brand in creating uh, models that, are just not ornamental at all yeah. and, and pure pure function at least back in the the earlier days uh, to today not so much. I mean we could talk about the rainbow 
rainbow date just if you want with the jewels we talked the, about the rainbow the rainbow daytona she hates that watch it's it looks like someone microwaved gummy bears on top of it like it she just hates that watch and i love i love that watch and i love saying <laughs> that i would totally buy it if i had the money was didn't you say you wanted to buy like if you had like money no object you'd buy this shit in like ever rose or whatever the fuck they <laughs> called her isn't that what you said or am i thinking something yeah else? dude yeah no that's that's the one that that's is the one redonkulous yeah, but I don't know. Um, are there any like high-profile celebrity women? I guess that, that wear that watch. Have um, you? We talked about this in the first on the first Women's Watches episode. Have you seen an image of Charlize Theron wearing the? Uh, it's more like a Rolex, like with like a deep sea or whatever. She's like at like a fucking like a Lakers game or some shit. Yeah, yeah. We we did talk about. I, I did see that. I yeah. love that photo. That photo makes me so happy on like so many levels. It's just so because she's just like casually rocking this watch. It's huge. It's usually like a dude's watch or whatever. But like that's what she wanted to wear, and it worked because she was just wearing a watch. You know what I mean? She's just she's just badass. She's just badass well, like that. I don't think she's a, like a watch collector, quote unquote. I'm trying to think. You know, let's Google. Let's, let, let, let's Google together, everyone at home, because I totally forgot we were recording. I thought we were just having a conversation. Um, and then watch watches. Okay, this could be a risky click. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Beyonce or somebody had one of those crazy Audemars Piguet jewelry pieces where it's like a. It looks like she has. She's wearing a meteorite <clears throat> or something. <laughs> And there's a tiny little clock in the middle. It's like spikes. It's like something Bowser would wear That's if he funny. was going to a gala. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Got some images here. Let's just click on these images. Amazing. Well, what the hell? Fabulous amazing watches female celebrities wear. Okay. Kim Kardashian. Ugh, what the fuck does she wear? <laughs> uh, doesn't Not a lot of tag hoyer I'm seeing. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston, gold. Uh, oh, gold day date, solid gold day date. That's pretty rad. There you go, Rihanna, yeah. wearing a Chanel. Selena okay. Gomez. There you go, rose gold day date. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, you were just talking about this. Um, where is it? Rihanna's all Piaget. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Piaget. Yeah. Don't know who that is. Miley Cyrus. Oldest website. <laughs> Michael Kors. <laughs> Pretty popular one. I'm, I'm seeing the Charlize uh, Theron image. Well, now. How incredible is that image? <laughs> Celebrity women who wear Rolexes. Okay, let me see what you got here. Blah, blah, blah. Lady, lady date just Victoria Beckham. There you go. Beckham. Pro- probably got that on the house. Rolex, yeah, right. Rolex Daytona Oyster, forty millimeter Everose Gold, twenty-seven thousand pounds. A lot of Rolex. L- oh my God, we're idiots. We are idiots, Michael. There is a female watch collector celebrity, Ellen DeGeneres. We are idiots. Oh yeah, huge of fucking. How many of you people at home been fucking yelling at us for the past hour and a half for these fucking numbskulls to bring up Ellen DeGeneres? <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, huge watch person. Um, she's always spotted wearing like 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 she has like I think it's like it's like mainly like Rolex and Omegas, but they're like very like particular. 
where it looks to me, I guess. Like, I, I always see images of her, like, on her show. I guess, I don't know if she's still doing it, but, like, yeah. Huge watch collector. Yeah, we recently we recently saw her latest, I guess, Netflix comedy special, and she was rocking the, um, you know, basically the the Paul Newman Daytona, not not the one that was just auctioned, but you know the kind of example you look for when you're trying to categorize a, a Paul Newman Daytona. That's crazy. Uh, I think she even <laughs> had it. I think she even had it on. No, she had it on the bracelet. But she's she's a big Daytona person. However, I'd argue that vintage Daytona at around like 37, 38 millimeters, maybe with the pushers. Mm-hmm. That's a really nice size for for a, a wide range of wrists. Like if dudes are wearing those and, and women are, are wearing them as well, right? I think it's going to translate really well no matter who who decides to rock it. So yeah, she is she's a big collector, I've noticed. Um mostly what I see on on her wrist is is Paddock and <clears throat> uh, and Rolex. If only we had Ellen DeGeneres money. Yeah. Do should should we have a do do we need a comedy special? If we had a comedy special, maybe we could make it happen. Right? What do you that's, think? That's that's the new that's the new symbol of success having a Netflix comedy special. Yeah. And then we can we can wear uh, big zeros and um, Traskas. Here you go. GMT Master 1675 Blueberry. I've heard you mention this. I've heard you mention this watch. very rare watch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything so, about this watch. Similarly, are there any kind of... Um, we've talked about men's watches going back and forth. Uh, are there any, I guess, expressly... Um, express, like, explicit female like women's watch models that you would wear just casually as a dude uh, we talked about we talked about the snake but i think you can only be jared leto if you if you wear that thing because every time my jared leto story i never met him but like did you ever tell my jared leto story no i don't think so So that song came out with 30 seconds to mars it was like called attack or some shit it was like their first single or whatever you know I think um, I've heard, I think I remember now. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and the chorus, like he's saying, like he's saying, like I guess I'll attack, I'll attack. But he's saying it in like with like these guitars behind him, and it's all distorted. Um, I can't hear very well, and so I heard that as a kid, as a kid, high school, I think. And um, I, I just to me, it sounded like he was saying, "I love tag," like "I love tag," "I love tag," like the game tag and so i'm like oh my fucker likes tag and was right he wrote a song about it, it wasn't years <laughs> until i learned who's saying like attack you know what i mean <laughs> so every time i think of jared little i'm like yeah motherfucker likes tag that's cool bro whatever man you don't, have to, you don't have to write a song about it but whatever man you know um any expressly women's watches there is an orient i think is cool um it's clearly a women's watch let me see I'm trying to find it. Uh, it has like it has like a picture of like a butterfly on it, I think, or something. Oh yeah, you'd rock that. But it's like it's like blue, and it has like um, it has these like jewels in it. Every now and then, I'm just like, I fucking wear that watch. It looks cool. You know what I mean? Where is it, Orient? Watch. I want you to see this fucking thing. You know, I think. Uh... I think I have seen that that butterfly one. There's one with the fairy on it. That's not the one I'm talking. Here it is. Okay, what the fuck is this? Uh, Orient ladies watch once in a blue moon. I'm guessing that says. I'm getting robbed. Sorry. That's oh, good. It's good. 
<laughs> Once in a blue moon. Oh, this is this is pretty. This cool. is a cool little. Watch. I think it's fun. I, I would I would totally wear this watch. You know what I mean? This design isn't isn't. Actually, I think I'm seeing photos of like guys wearing it. There you go. Fuck them. Right? Yeah. This isn't really like an explicitly feminine sort of design. I think it Orient is calling it a ladies' watch. Yeah. It's feminine because it has jewels. It's very fluid with the action on the dial. It's not like the, it's not like like pinstripes, like male masculine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why, um, like Orient specifically saying like women's model, but I would totally wear this watch. I think it's fun. For me, I think it would be the IWC Pilots Watch Thirty Six, which you find no information on. I feel like it just hasn't even been reviewed. Will I see any pictures at least? Yeah, yeah. You can find, um, let's see, IWC Pilots 36. Oh, so it's, just, it's just a 36 millimeter big pilot. Yeah. So like a lot a, a lot of people are attracted to the new Spitfires, I mean myself included, um, you know, or the Mark 18 that they have today. And I would wear this watch. It's a 36 millimeter device. I would wear the fuck out of this watch. Well, it's the same size as the Mark 11, yeah. which is the the kind of the original model that all of these these pilot watches are based off of. Yeah. Um, but 36 is completely fine. The only issue I find with this is that IWC, I think, because they intend to sell it exclusively to women, I think it only comes in um, these sunburst styles. So uh, I don't think you get a blue. You, I don't I think you see. get black. It's either a blue sunburst for like the Petit Prince version. I see blue and I see blue and like silver or like a gray. Yeah, yeah, it's like a gray for the most part. I like the gray one a lot. Dude. I like the sunbursty kind of gray. This is cool. I I'd wear this fucking watch. The gray one is very. So I need to I need to convince my wife to uh, let us buy the Black Bay Thirty Six and this iwc so we can both share cool watches i was gonna say so you can both share debt i guess we're i guess we're both already in that situation with our with our wives what how much yeah. is this how much is this watch the iwc i think it's around 3600 um the worst kind of kind of sucks that black bay 36 uh, i think it's probably not too far off maybe under a little under three or just over three. The 32 millimeter Black Bay in blue looks pretty good also. They make it in 32? They make a 32 millimeter Black Bay with a blue dial for 2750 Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's certainly a watch. And you know, good good on Tudor because if when you're on the product page, it doesn't say women's. Yeah, no, I mean like 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 we said, the way the product is like on the website and the catalogs, it makes sense. But then you got these fucking Gaga ads. <laughs> that, that video is ridiculous, right? I, just, I did not know about that. It's one just like it, it was. It was. Today. We were watching Hulu. We were watching. We were watching House Hunters, which is I think yeah. mainly like a female demographic show. But it's a fucking. It's quality. If you enjoy human suffering. It's goddamn quality entertainment. It's, <laughs> it's just like, oh, it doesn't have the windows I wanted. Well, you got to pay more money, but I don't have any more money. Yes, tell us more. <laughs> tell us more about your suffering. <laughs> quality goddamn entertainment. Um, oh, if you're into man. sorrow, as I am. <clears throat> and my wife, my wife and I uh, are into sorrow. 
and during the middle of like like they play Hulu ads, then we saw that's when we saw the the, the the Gaga commercial. I've seen the one where it's her and the pianos, and that's cool. Don't really see the watch. The the commercials um interesting, but then I saw the one where they were splicing in like uh like her having the like like her being interviewed and then like and then her boobs make an appearance and you're just like, Oh, okay, wow, I don't know what's going on anymore, but whatever, dude. You know what I mean? So Yeah. We gotta get Beckham. We gotta get Beckham on an ad, dude. Just 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 swing and dong, you know? <laughs> Can we write a letter to Tudor? Dear Mr. Tudor, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Tudor, or Miss Tudor, who knows? You know what I mean? Can we see Beckham's dong signed TBWS? That's the whole letter. <laughs> the whole letter. Let me see. I'm going to see the price for this thing. Um, what? Finally. Oh, God, this is still the 30. They make way too many black There's too many I've, black this- bays. I, I, we can do an episode on my ire. On the oversaturation of the goddamn... T- it was cool. It was cool the first time, guys. All right. When they were first released and that's the, uh, what, um, the blue, the red, and the black slash, like, gold with the Edda movements. I love those. Yeah. Those, I remember when... Oh, wow. What's up? So Sorry. 36 oh, millimeter um, with the steel bracelet is under three. Sorry. I just saw it. Okay. That's, like, full retail. It's full retail. You probably find it cheaper. Gray market. Secondhand. Yeah. You know. So what's the <sighs> consensus? We have to get a we have to get like a female watch enthusiast on this show. I think we do, and I think it'd be probably fun next time uh, for part three to actually get um, our wives on the show again. I think that would be pretty rad. My my wife was here, and you guys got about thirty five seconds of her anger towards sexism in the world <laughs> well that's important that's important especially oh, yeah. when you have such uh, like an emotional hobby marketing um to women but she's uh, she's 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 so great because she spots that shit like instantly like we were we were watching bourdain the other day may he rest in peace and it was like uh like the japan cook it raw episode where they invite like elite chefs from all over the world to come and like forage in japan and like club pigs to death with rocks and like cook with the shit they harvest and forage themselves and like it's really interesting and like they're highlighting all the chefs that are there and she's just like there's no women chefs and i'm like Mm -hmm. oh shit like i didn't even realize (laughs) that like and that's not me being like sexist or anything like that. It's just that from my perspective, I wasn't aware of that, you know? Yeah. And it's not like there aren't elite fucking female chefs out there. You could argue the greatest female chef of all time was a woman or the greatest of all time was a woman fucking like Julia Childs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she, when she pointed that out, I was like, oh, fuck. So like that's something I would never have noticed. But on her, she was like, bam, like immediately. So <laughs> we should try and get them. We, we, we can try and get our wives on air. We should try and get them on air for when we watch this part three, explicitly after we go watch shopping with them. So for them to buy a watch, right? Like put aside money and say, listen, we have three, four hundred bucks or whatever. We can have to do it online or in person. Let's let's get you a watch if you want, and then we can have you on air and we can talk about it. Yeah, definitely. what it was like talking with the people people at the store, how you felt like about like the brands, what you kind of had concessions on what were you just like like what did you settle for in terms of blah 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 you know what i mean i think that could be like like a lot of fun i agree yeah oh man should we start uh doing a recap i don't wanna because then because when, when we recap the show is over <laughs> it is over you know it's over uh, but yeah in terms of a recap um 
I love it. I love talking about this stuff. I think I think this is the kind of stuff that makes TBWS so cool. You know what I mean? How many other how yeah. many other podcasts are going to people talking about Dave Beckham schlong and Lady Gaga's boobies in the same hour and a half? Right? And the and the thoughtful pivot in uh marketing for women. Yeah, dude. How many podcasts can swing that? That's all that's all I'm asking. But yeah, um <laughs> Really, really incredible show. Episode 119, Women's Watches, Past, Present, and Future Part 2. We'll be doing this again, um, 100% most likely. If you've been listening to the show and uh, there is a micro band out there that is kind of fits those criteria of being like women-owned and operated and everything like that, that's not, you know what I mean? Like, and we, we missed it or if we just overlooked it, please totally let us know what's up. That is like an egregious oversight on our part um, because honestly, there are just way too many micro brands these days for us to remember. Um, all of them. <laughs> yeah. You remember them remember when it was just like four? <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, it was Steve over at um over at like uh, it was Benares back in the day. Now it's uh, now it's Raven and then like um I forget the other ones, but like it was so much easier back then. It was like four dudes. It was just yeah. four dudes <laughs> just doing cool stuff, man, you know? <laughs> Oh, boy. God, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, if there are people, like, women, women owned and operated microbrands, definitely let us know what's up. If you are a watch enthusiast and you are a woman and you have thoughts and opinions on this show, definitely let us know what's up. We heard from a few of you uh, the last episode we did. Um, we'd love to hear your perspectives, perspectives on things we brought up this episode. Uh, let me see. If you like the show, if we made you laugh, if you enjoyed this discussion, this discussion you'd probably hear nowhere else. Please consider doing, going and checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash two broke watch knobs. Um, you can donate to the show. You can you can let the world know you believe in what we're doing in that way. Or you can use um, our Amazon affiliate link to just do your normal Amazon shopping. No extra cost on your part. No extra like steps you have to do. It's just using that link and then Amazon sends us like basically a kickback fee. That's a way of supporting the show because... We want to keep the show growing. There's things we want to do this year, which we're explicitly setting aside our Patreon and Amazon affiliate funds for. We would only be able to go to wind up San Francisco. We're only able to go because of this. We're planning on doing other stuff this year with those funds um, and just really bringing you guys some cool, really, really fun stuff. Um, what else? I'm wearing the Slava Medical. Mike, you're wearing the Traska Freediver. I'm so happy we have that thing back in the TBS, TBWS repertoire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That thing is killer. Yeah. Uh, am I forgetting <laughs> anything? Fucking, I don't know, man. We gotta, we gotta learn more about women's watches and just have more, more options in general, I think. Uh, to point out really know, for, quick, we talked about this in the beginning of uh, off air, Citizen Marvel watches. So Citizen just released a line oh, of yeah. Marvel watches, and I thought this was interesting slash kind of annoying. Um, obviously timed with the Captain Marvel um, movie, you know, uh, to female origin story, like like movie within the Marvel Universe that's making its way to Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, there's no spoilers because I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. I'm planning on seeing it eventually. But Citizen uh, released a line of watches in conjunction with that film, which is not entirely weird because Citizen has a deal with Disney, and Disney owns Marvel, so... They released mm-hmm. a watch. There's a, there's like a General Avengers watch. There's a Black Panther watch. There's Captain America. And there also is a Captain Marvel watch. The Captain Marvel watch explicitly is the only watch here that's like small and dinky. Because I think it's very clearly marked to like what citizen constitutes or construes as the want, like the orological wants and needs of like the women demographic. 
I think it's kind of annoying. It's unfortunate. It's really because the thing is, like, the whole thing with Captain Marvel is that she's like kicking ass. Like that's that's always been the thing. That's always been like a huge factor, and I really can't see her like kicking in skull while wearing this like dainty thin like. <laughs> gold, you know what I'm saying? Like like Black Panther and Captain America got these like killer fucking looking watches, but she's got these. You know, so that's just one of those things that's just like kind of makes you think like, okay. That's kind of weird. So, just wanted to end. Holy bummer. And on that note, uh, I think that's it. I think that's I it. Think that's it. It's been real. I don't want to go. We're gonna have we're gonna have our debrief soon. Our debrief. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, so that's that time. Really hope everyone enjoyed the show. Really hope this was a good discussion for everybody. Um, really looking forward to hearing from everyone on this. You can hit us hit us up directly. By email tbws.contact at gmail.com. Again, that's tbws.contact at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram. Michael, congratulations. We hit 9,000 followers. 9, followers on Instagram. We are now two watch giveaways behind. We still have to do our goddamn 8,000 follower giveaway. Now we got to do our 9,000 follower giveaway. <laughs> Is this the orological, like, like, blo- like, like, orological press version of back taxes? Because it sounds like it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So keep an eye out for details on the 8,000 follower giveaway and the 9,000 follower giveaway. Um, There's some fun stuff that Michael and I have been kind of cooking up to do for these. But yeah, Michael, huge congratulations to you. Congrats. You did it. Getting closer to 10,000, which is going to be a fun milestone. Um, I'm going to take my pants off right now. I'm way ahead of you. I'm home. I'm in the comfort of my... I'm, I'm wearing pants. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, I think it's that time. I think it's that sad time. Sad, sad time. time. I'll say bye. Okay. If you say bye, I'll jump in. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Cass. And this, <laughs> this is apparently Mike now. You have been listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. See you, Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy.